What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is officially the third Saturday in October week. This is the Vol Fanatic Show. My name is Skylar Michael. How are we doing, my man? Uh, we're doing pretty good. It's been a it's been a pretty exciting morning talking football and all that, and also a big announcement that we have. Do you want to tell us about it? Big announcement. Big announcement. There's a several, but this one I think is the one that we've already went live for, and that's the fact that we hit I don't know 60 subscribers last week. You guys were insane, by the way. If you haven't done so already. Please subscribe to us on the YouTube channel, on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to our channel. Um, if you could subscribe to all three, that would be fantastic. But on YouTube, we eclipsed 50. We were at 36 last week. We asked you guys, like, hey, can we get to 50? Like, is that hard to do by the week? Uh, no, yeah, y'all proceeded to – what? Yeah, I was going to say, y'all proceeded to blow that through the freaking roof. And we are now, I think, at 96, maybe 97 after this morning's show. Um, if we could just – I don't know, get to 100, 120 by next week. That'd be freaking amazing. But thanks to you guys, um, me and Mike are actually in the talks of maybe doing a giveaway at 500, and, and we're, we're crawling, man. And uh, that's big thanks to you guys. Big thanks to Michael for getting this show started because I wanted to do this. He wanted to do this, but I was too scared to do it on my own. Um, so shout out to him. Um, we did do some shout outs to the show and the recap video. Y'all be sure to check that out in the beginning, see if you were the one that got shout out. Um, and we appreciate everybody though. So if you didn't get the shout out, please understand that if you listen to the show, comment to the show, um, reach out to us. Um, you can tell that my voice is gone because I've been giving my all for Tennessee yesterday, my man. Uh, but uh, let's let's just get into the the re the prediction show, the prediction show for Week Eight, my man. This season's going by way too fast. What did you touch on us actually going live next week? I didn't. That's a good point. I was hoping you would do that. Well, that that's the that's the big announcement that we really have. You know, it, it is big that y'all stepped up for us, but we will be going live starting next Sunday. We're gonna do it at two o'clock Eastern time, one o'clock Central, going live on YouTube. So the only thing that will change is y'all will be able to interact with us on YouTube if you watch it. Um, so the entire full clip will be on YouTube. I will still edit it down and put a recap of video or recap audio onto Spotify, excuse me, and Apple. And then I will also do the prediction one on Spotify and Apple. So Spotify and Apple, you will still have it split in half. I can also edit it on YouTube to where it's separate videos as well. Um, let me know in the comments um, if you would like me to do that. But the entire thing will be posted to YouTube because it will be live on there and then we can edit it down from there. So uh, that is the the big announcement of the whole thing is we will be going live starting next week. And it is all because of you guys. If it wasn't for you guys giving us the 50 subscribers that we needed plus some, we would not be able to do this. So thank you so much for all the support that you've given us. Dude, I'm excited. That's it. Because that was kind of like the goal when we got started. Like, can we ever get there? Uh, yeah, we got there very fast, thanks to you guys. That is a big announcement. But you guys mean more to me, so that's why y'all were my big announcement. But, you know, it's whatever. Let's just get straight into this prediction show, man. We got a full slate of SEC games, starting with uh, Mississippi State at Arkansas and a battle of the unbeatens. No, I'm sorry, a battle of the defeated technically 0-3 and 0-4 and in the SEC man it's not been the season these teams have been wanting um but which team gets right gets the win column in the in the SEC as far as that goes 
You got two and five Arkansas, three and three Mississippi State. Noon on ESPN. Who you got? I'm gonna take Arkansas in this game for two reasons. One, it is at home. Yep. And two, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that Sam Pittman is about to be on the hot seat. If he drops a sixth game in a row, that hot seat could become really, really hot as of next week. So I think that this is a must-win game for both teams, but especially for Arkansas because they have dropped six in a row. Mississippi State is coming off a bye week, though. So they're they're rested going into Fayetteville. Arkansas has not had their bye week yet, but I am going to take Arkansas at home to get right this week. I think I agree with you. I think the points you make are spot on, and that's exactly why I'm going with Mississippi State. Mississippi State's coming off a bye week. Arkansas is about to play their eighth game in a row, in which I think Arkansas can be in the game in this one. Um, but once again, I think they may fall up short by a possession. I don't know why I'm picking this, by the way. I, I think it's just to defer from you. I'm tired of agreeing with you on everything. Maybe I should go first from now on because this whole week, or well, I guess 24 hours when I started looking at this game, I'm like, yeah, Arkansas's got to win this game. They got to get a, you know, a get right, get a win in the column, but for those exact same reasons, I think Mississippi State pulls it out. I think Arkansas is just begging to get to the bye week, try to make some adjustments. And um, either way, both of these teams, man, they're not having the season that they wanted. Took a lot of heat on my TikToks and my like SEC predictions videos for the preseason, and they're actually doing worse than I predicted. <laughs> and I got heat, yeah. and I got heat for predicting them to go. You know what I had them going, which was I think seven to five and six and six, respectfully. But, I mean, dude, these teams are battling just to make it to a bowl at this point. Um, but, be that as you may, the SEC West is top-heavy. Very, very, like, depressing on the bottom end of it. Um, you know, you got Mississippi State, Arkansas, Auburn, which is crazy that this has played out the way it has. You've got three SEC West teams winless. Winless through seven weeks of football. 0-3, 0-4, and 0-3, respectfully, for Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Auburn. Um, the good news is one of them's getting a win, at least. And, uh, you know, me and you are both going out on a limb here and saying, that, you know, for you it's Arkansas, for me it's Mississippi State. But, you know, now I get to watch that game for fun because <laughs> hopefully, you know, hopefully it's not a blowout. But uh, most of the games have been very, very fun to watch. So, Yeah, so – now we will move on to the third Saturday in October. Tennessee traveling to Tuscaloosa to play against the Tide. I'll let you go first. You let me go first. How freaking, how sweet of you. I really do appreciate that. Um, no, man, I, I'm going to be short and sweet. I think Bama gets the win. I, they might win by multiple scores. I, I'm a Tennessee homer most of the time. Not really. I think I'm pretty real in my predictions. I did have Tennessee going six and zero to start the season. You can't call me a homer for thinking we were beating Florida. I think that was pretty like most of the world thought we would beat Florida. Um, but this is a game here where I think, I think as good as our running game is, as good as our defense is, Alabama's proven to win those, you know, heavy defensive battles. And I know technically, I guess we have two against the same opponent, an A and M. But I also know that the special teams kind of helped to win that game more than the offense helped to win that game. I don't think that's going to happen with Alabama. I don't think we're going to be in the position to do what we did with AM 
And thus, especially with this being a home game for Bama and it's kind of a revenge game for them, um, I do expect an SEC Nation is going to be there, by the way. So back-to-back games for Tennessee that SEC Nation showed up for. This is kind of cool. It's kind of like reminiscent of game day last year. Um, but I'm hoping that this will be a top 15 matchup. Rankings come out here in about 30 minutes as the timing of this recording. But hopefully Tennessee will be right at 15. There were some some teams that went down last week. Um, Bama will be in the top 10. There was two top 10 teams, maybe even three that went down last week. So, um, you know, I hope that this is going to be a really fun matchup. It's going to be high, you know, highly anticipated. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, I think our, our SEC East uh, hopes may dissipate after this weekend, unfortunately. And it's the third Saturday in October. I'm a Tennessee fan with no voice, and it hurts to say this. And so, yeah, Bama fans have their fun with it. I don't care. I'll let you go first for two reasons. Yeah. One, because you asked me to a minute ago. That way <laughs> I wouldn't you know, steal your pick. And two, I haven't made a pick yet for this game. I, I'm still up in the air. I'm going to talk I mean, through it. Right there, okay, so right I'm going to let you keep thinking about it. There are reasons to believe that Tennessee could go in and win this game. Um. Alabama, the way they just shut down in the second half. What's crazy is Alabama's issues are kind of like a lot like Tennessee's issues, but also very different at the same time. So, um, you know, I I don't see it out of the realm of possibility. I mean, Heupel's 500 against Nick Saban. I mean, there's there's reasons to think that it could happen. At the end of the day, I just don't trust Sean Milton enough, man. I, I don't. I think this could be the game that he solely and i don't know how it wasn't last week i don't know how it wasn't against AM, but you know if he doesn't step up in the passing game we're not going to continue to win and we're not going to continue to rush him for 200 yards a game when bama's going to put seven to eight guys in the box I agree with they may not even need to do that because defense for alabama is good i mean but you've mentioned it in the recap video that you know alabama's got some struggles on the offensive line they've given up the most sacks in the SEC and the in the nation, probably we have a very hungry defensive line. I mean, there's some matchups in this game that I like. I think overall, and this is just a fan's perspective, Alabama owns us. And until we go down into Tuscaloosa and pull out this win, I, there's no way I could predict it. I agree with everything you just said. And looking at it on paper, Tennessee averages more yards per game than Alabama does, but that's because they're averaging 231. Rush yards a game. Right now, Alabama's only averaging 148. The passing game is very, very similar. It's 212 and 219. Alabama with the edge. Yards allowed per game. Tennessee is allowing 303. Alabama 292. Passing yards allowed. Tennessee 197. Alabama 187. They're both allowing 105 rush yards a game. Joe Milton and Jalen Milrow both have fairly even stats. Jalen Wright has 100 more rushing yards than Jace McClellan, uh, McClellan does. The offensive line for Alabama is very, very suspect. Tennessee's offensive line in the run game is very good. In the pass game is not as good, but they also don't, as, don't allow as many sacks as Alabama has. Both defenses are good this year. And I am saying Tennessee has got a good defense. They have proven it, especially in that A&M game. Okay. Are, are you cooking right now? Are, are you doing what I'm thinking you're about to do? Are you, hang on, hang on. 
The lighter's not working. I'm pissed. I was going to start cooking for you, bro. It's not working. Whatever. Are you about to do what I think you're about to do, bro? I agree with you that Alabama is owning Tennessee until Tennessee proves that they can go down and win it. Okay. Which is why I'm going to take Tennessee to win it. No shit. I'm taking Tennessee to win it. Am I confident right now? No, because it is Tuscaloosa, which is huge. If Tennessee can go down and they can win in Tuscaloosa, this is a humongous win for Tennessee. Oh, yeah, because now we jump right back in the top 10 in the nation. But now, whatever, dude, you're going to call. There's going to be people in the comments calling us homers now. You blew every opportunity we had of growing this channel even more because now we just look like we love our team or something like whatever wrongs with that but no dude i mean it's crazy how this matchup is for the first time it seems because even last year it wasn't like this what i'm about to say if you remove the logos and the players names and you just threw the stats on two sheets of paper and said hey match these tennessee would be favored huh Tennessee would be slightly favored. If I would you think that. Them. I would think that. I'm more meant like you wouldn't know who is who. Like you would have no idea who the lead. You know what I'm saying? Like you would. You would be guessing. You would be guessing the whole time, and that's pretty shocking to me, especially when it comes to like offensive line. Yeah, Tennessee's got that by a mile, especially with Cooper Mays back. Mm-hmm. I just think, man, being in Alabama, that's going to be a that's going to be a crazy environment, bro. Third Saturday in October, 3.30 uh, kickoff. Alabama fans ain't nice. <laughs> we aren't the nicest either, but, I mean, um, they've won seven natties, and they're still not nice. And, um, and let me say this because I, I know you you hit on it. You know, we, we will probably – or I will probably get roasted in the comments for picking Tennessee to win. But you know what? If Alabama won this game, I would not be surprised whatsoever. Matter of fact, I, I, I'm kind of picking Tennessee to go against you. Yes, I'm a Tennessee fan. I want them to win. That's another reason I picked them. But I think Alabama will probably win this game. I really do, sitting right here today. But I've talked myself into, after looking at the stats and seeing these two teams play in the game, I've talked myself into Tennessee winning this game. Well, I can promise you right now, if 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 it's a real Alabama fan that is not just a homer kind of like, some people are. After last week's performance against Arkansas, I mean, they would have to be doubting themselves, right? Like, there's no way that you allow a team that is two and three at the time, two and four at the time, and that go down to the wire to a field goal. There's how can you be that like super confident that you're going to beat a, a top a top ranked team when you you couldn't do it against a, a 500 team? You know what I mean? Like, and I get it, the matchups are different, but. I'm telling you right now, this matchup, if if Tennessee, if we're here next week and we're like, dude, we just won the third Saturday in October for two two years in a row, there's two things that would be behind that. And one of it is this streak, this series historically is streaky. It's not necessarily a team wins a one-off. It's a, a team wins, they turn the corner, they win two or three, four games in a row. That's playing in our favor. Another thing is, and we've talked about this, their offensive line against our defensive line. Like, that is a strength on a weakness that is very big and obvious. And if Jalen Miro escapes the pocket and covers that up, we're screwed. We lose by multiple touchdowns. 
that is another point that we didn't bring up because if Jalen Milrow leaves the pocket and beats us with his legs, yeah, then I'm I'm scared shitless of that. Yeah, yeah, and and knowing our defense, our our secondary is not good in tackling in space. I could see that happening all day long. But you know, that's the matchup. That's the game. If for first second quarter, and uh, you know, it's it's a two touchdown game and we're losing. Understand that Milrow's having his day. Like he's he's doing whatever he wants. It's going to make our defense look really bad. Even though I don't really believe that our defense is bad. It's just it's a, it's a matchup thing, man. Like I don't know. Um, but I like the pick. Again, I can see a world where Tennessee pulls this win out. But there was a lot of things in the AM game that I didn't like, even though we got the win. That just gives me a lot of doubt going into this game. It's a way. It's hard to win on the road in the SEC, and thus that is pretty much my. My prediction, one, man. One thing that we didn't bring up in our uh, recap video, you know, this was Josh Heupel's first win when not scoring at least 30 points in Tennessee. I, not it, scoring. And it, might be it might be throughout his entire coaching career. Not and, scoring not scoring 30 points, and then I think he was also 0-9 when trailing at the half. Yeah, so, so I mean, get, I, he got that monkey off his back there, and – I, I truly think that this game right here is going to be another game similar to Texas A&M as far as it's going to be a defensive game. Yep. It's going to be low scoring. And I think that the game against Texas A&M helped Tennessee going forward that they can win a game that is like that, a low scoring defensive battle. And I really think this is how the game is going to go. I'm going to throw out a score prediction, too. I'm going to say 31-28 Tennessee. I think it is the first team to 30 wins this game. I don't think it goes – I don't think it, – it's definitely not going to be a shootout like last year. That is 100% for certain. It's not going to be a shootout. But it is going to be a close ball game, and I think I think 31-28 is a fair prediction. Whether it is Tennessee winning or Alabama winning, I, I think that's a fair prediction for this game. Man, I, I mean, I hope you're right. I just – <sighs> I just thought I also see a world where this is a perfect letdown game where we've kind of been we've kind of been limping the first six games of this year just trying to get a win and we failed against Florida um but at some point at some point we're going to need the complete game for Milton and the offense and right now it's kind of like the running game is carrying everything um so I don't I don't know I I know for a fact Alabama's defensive front is good enough to shut down our off uh, our running game and if we can't pass off of that, because Alabama's de- secondary is kind of a weakness. So, I mean, we could expose that if we can, but the problem is, will we? Um, I don't I don't think so. I think Bama gets the win. It's at home. Again, that's, that's kind of why I'm picking them really more than anything. But um, we will both be watching that game regardless. <laughs> so, and if we win, dude, I'm not mad. Like, I promise I am going to be rooting for my boys, dude. Don't get me wrong. It's just on the record. I mean, I'm trying to win this thing, so I'm trying to, you know, if if Bama wins, I want it to be known that I I thought Bama was going to win. Um, but there's another game going on um, during that time slot. It's going to be on the SEC Network, and uh, it's South Carolina Missouri. Now that game doesn't move the needle needle to most, but kind of does for me because Missouri is on one right now. They are rolling and. South Carolina is two and four, but I got news for them. They don't feel like they're two and four. So, I mean, credit to them. I'm glad that they don't feel like they're one and three in the SEC. Um, They're on the road in Como. For whatever reason, do we see South Carolina pull an upset here? 
No. Okay. South, South Carolina's defense will not be able to stop Brady Cook, Luther Burden, Cody Schrader, uh, and the lot. Um, Missouri gets the win. I I think that the um, the spread being at seven right there is fair. I think it can be a touchdown game because I think that Spencer Rattler and South Carolina are going to score points to keep pace with Missouri. But I think when it comes down to it, Missouri gets the stop that they need uh, down the wire. So I'm going to take Missouri to win this game. Okay, that's easy. I'm going to stop letting you go first. I told you I was going to stop. Letting... <laughs> Let's just have a fun episode, bro. I'm picking I, South Carolina. I think we're having a fun episode. Dude. I'm picking South Carolina, dude. This is like a big, big separation week. And right like, dude, I'm look, I'm picking South Carolina. I'm not an insider. I don't care that I don't know a lot about these teams, but I don't want Missouri to keep winning because then I get nervous as a Tennessee fan. So I need to see South Carolina beat Missouri to kind of make me feel better about Missouri just being fraudulent. <laughs> I don't know how they're fraudulent because they've got some big wins, but um, Missouri exposed Kentucky. Uh, Missouri's a good team. They've got Schrader is is a damn good running back. You got Brady Cook who's just throwing. I mean, he's already got 2,000 yards passing on the season. You got Luther Burden who I said is going to be one of the top dudes for the Blitnikoff. But you know who South Carolina has? They got Leggett, Xavier Leggett, dude. He's also pretty good. They've got Spencer Rattler. Now, they don't have a line to keep keep him upright, um, and South Carolina does not have a defense whatsoever, dude. But for whatever reason, this is 2023 football season that doesn't seem to be making much sense, at least the first half of the season. Um, I'm going to pick South Carolina just to be different, man. I, they got the dudes. They got the team. The good, The cool thing about this year is it does kind of feel like anybody can kind of beat anybody outside of Georgia, maybe. In the SEC, I'm not talking like general college football. but Just like I said last week, on paper, last week's games didn't look that impressive. And you look, every single one of the games, except for the LSU-Auburn game, was competitive. I mean, even the Georgia-Vanderbilt game, I don't think Vanderbilt ever had a shot of winning the game. I never yeah. thought that whatsoever. But the way the game played out, it was a competitive game. They had a multiple touchdown fourth quarter to very much make it seem like it was something that, yeah, I agree with you, man. But, uh, so, all right, um, I'm hoping you're writing these down because I don't know if we've agreed on a single game so far. I've got them wrote down. We hadn't agreed so far, and I'm curious if we're going to agree on this one. I'm curious if you're going to stick to your guns because at 7 Eastern on ESPN, we have Ole Miss traveling to Hugh Freeze and Auburn. I'm not sticking to my guns in this pick. I, I think Ole Miss gets the win. Um, dude, look. I'm not going to be surprised, though, if Auburn finds a way. Because it really is, if, like, Hugh Freeze had anything in his back pocket, which he's 0-3, so now would be the damn time to pull it out, all right? For whatever reason, yeah, I think he absolutely could beat his old school. Because that would be a, a very, that would be like a Lane Kiffin moment in Knoxville 2021 that Hugh Freeze would have against Lane Kiffin in 2023. But, dude, Auburn's just not showing me anything for me to want to believe that, dude. They they last they had a great game with LSU where they lost by three, but Ole Miss beat LSU. So I'm like, I mean, I just think Ole Miss is a better team in all phases, really, and I look for them to have a pretty big lopsided win here. Yeah, Ole Miss is going to win this game. I think they win this game big. I think the spread for this one is only around seven, just like the South Carolina Missouri game. I think Ole Miss wins big because they're. 
Ole Miss on defense is strong against the run. Uh, they've only allowed 126 rush yards per game compared to 261 pass yards per game. Auburn cannot pass the ball. Nope. So th- this is a game that favors Ole Miss, and I, I, I am, I am slightly rooting for Auburn in like overall because I, I want to see Auburn do well. I think Hugh Freeze in the future is going to have Auburn back up to where they have been at times as a contender. But unfortunately, this year and year one, it's just not going to happen. So Ole Miss is going to win this game. All right. I like it, dude. Um, so that's the first game we agree on. We're going to agree on this last one. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. 7-3 Eastern. Um, 7-30 Eastern. Sorry, I can't speak. Uh, on the SEC Network, we got Army going into Baton Rouge at LSU. Um, LSU gets this win big if and only if they don't sleep on this game. Um, they got to make sure that they're still up. I could see a lot of their players probably taking this as a bye week. They better not, dude. I don't know why this is a night game. I really don't. I don't, whatever. Um, but LSU gets this win easy, and um, LSU is is on a roll now. Um, watch out, dude. Like, I don't think they win the West, but then again, they still kind of, kind of, kind of control their own destiny. They do control their own destiny because um, they still got to play Bama. They got to play Bama in which they would have the tiebreaker over them. And I still think that Ole Miss gets beat by Georgia, which would give them two SEC losses. That's what I'm saying, dude. LSU controls it, man. And I I predicted LSU at the beginning of the season to beat Alabama and go back to the SEC title game. And to this point right now, I'm still going to predict that. But I'm not going to go into why until that game. But my question to you for this game against Army is, I think LSU still wins, but does the triple option attack that Army still has get to LSU's defense a little bit and this be a much closer game than it should be? I mean, I, I mean, I think it gets to them. I mean, it's going to work for a little while, or it may even work in certain scenarios just because it's triple option. Like, you're reading the defense and what it's giving you. But I, I think LSU's going to make adjustments and take care of it. It's fine. It's kind of like Georgia Tech used to be. Um, Georgia Tech, for whatever reason, was in every game because – their offense literally predicated on what your defensive line or linebackers are doing every play. So you're going to make your plays. You're going to stop it every now and again, but every now and again, they're going to get their plays. They're going to get their, you know, yards. But um, no, I think LSU shuts it down. I, I think they, I think overall, overall, it's just their dudes are bigger, better, faster, stronger. Like they're just going to bully um, Army's line. So it's going to have to, it's going to really not work to Army's favor, even if they're trying to read it, because even if, they make the right read. The LSU's guys, I mean, dude, they got all kinds of dudes on the defense, and you know this. I'm not even going to name them because there's too many to name. They can make the right read, and then their offensive just get bulldozed and doesn't even matter. So, I mean, I, I, I think LSU wins this one pretty easy. Nice cup there. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I ended that right as you took a sip. That was really bad timing, but that's okay. We're new to this, guys. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I mean, LSU wins, and I, I think that they win pretty big just because they, they do have the dues that uh, Army does not have. It's so, crazy that there's only five SEC games this week. There's a... You've got Georgia and Florida both on a bye this week before they play each other next week. You have also got, let's see, Kentucky is on a bye. Vandy is on a bye. Speaking of Vandy, Vandy has played nine games. Where everybody else played eight. 
because they they played in week zero, so they they are getting a much needed. Bye well, we're getting two buys in like a span of a month because of that issue. So I mean, yeah. So you've got Georgia, Florida, Kentucky, of uh, Vandy. It's four teams. You've got of uh, Texas A and M on a buy. Ooh, so they got to think about that loss for two weeks. Let's go, dude. Go big orange, baby. Sorry. Okay. Is that, there one more? Okay. Uh, I just, I, I, it's an odd number, yeah. Yeah, I had to do my math there to make sure. <laughs> yeah. You're good, man. It's it's crazy. It's the crazy part of the season where people are taking buys at different times. and um, So it kind of makes for a little bit less games to talk about, but uh, that was that was pretty quick as we needed it to be because we're going to spend a little bit of time on our favorite part of the show, dude. We're not and forgetting if, this ever again. Ever again, dude. If no. You, if you don't mind, you know, uh, we gave your company a, a shout-out last week. I, I want to, to give a shout-out this week as well. Um, for those that live around the uh, Pulaski-Linville area, uh, my grandparents, Steve and Carol Gordon, they own the Pumpkin Patch at Limo Land. Um, it is open back up again. There have been questions whether or not they would open it this year. It is open for business and ready to go. Um, open up last weekend. They will be open until the end of the month. Um, I'm trying to get the the word out there, get them some more business. Um, I know you know you you've been there. Um, we we used to go there on school trips all the time. Of course, I grew up around there. I used to live on the on the farm there with the pumpkin patch. So I literally grew up at the pumpkin patch. That's right. Uh, but it is really family friendly. They got all sorts of pumpkins that you can uh, go up there and get. They've got a little train ride uh, for the for the really uh, younger kids. They've got animals that you can go back and you can see in the back. There's some of them that let you pet them. There is a fun area with a corn maze, a bunch of big slides. They've got a cornhole. They've got a big old uh, corn band that you can get in and play in the corn. So a lot of good things there. Uh, people of all ages can go down in there. A lot of adults have fun in that fun area. So, um, again, Pumpkin Patch and Limo Land, if you get a chance, if you're from the area or even if you're from surrounding counties, go and check that out and uh, tell them, Tell my grandparents that uh, their grandson sent you whenever you go. No, absolutely. Um, no, tell them the Vol Fanatic show sent them because um, for anybody that don't know what we're talking about, we're kind of reaching out to our, our West fans here that are in Middle Tennessee. Um, this is located in Giles County off of 31A. No, I'm sorry, 31. It's Columbia Highway in between basically Richland High School and Pulaski, Tennessee. Um Right off the interstate, you can't miss it. it uh, it's probably going to have a lot of vehicles out in the field when you pass it. You can't miss it. It's right next to the railroad tracks. Um, this place is definitely a place that my family even went to. A lot of memories to be had there. It's a true pumpkin patch. Um, you go out there, you pick your pumpkin of any size whatsoever. They've got some massive ones. They tend to go pretty quickly, though. Um, then they've got some baby pumpkins. Um, and then they do have a lot of livestock, a lot of like exotic animals you can go see, take a look at, be sure to go check that out. Um, it is almost Halloween. Um, we're, we're several weeks away, a couple, couple weeks away, really. Um, it's going to be a good time. They are the local small town family owned business that you want to support in your town. So please guys, if you y'all got the opportunity, you're like, man, what kind of pumpkin patch do we want to go to? Limo Land is the place you want to go to. You can look it up. You, I'm pretty sure the GPS takes you to Limo Land. I think if you look it up. Um, so y'all be sure to check that out. That's a that's a very good shout out. Now I will say this: it wasn't my idea to give my company a shout out though. So hey, I, I, 
Yeah, I, I gave it yeah. to you. But I mean, I, I feel like we should, you know, we should give these these shout outs. Absolutely, out absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, dude. Yeah, I know that they don't. You know, we don't have the sponsors or anything. <laughs> but, you know, we're we're shouting out individuals in our first video. Let's give some some companies some. That's right. So you know, some a uh, little bit of family-owned companies. That's right. You know, the family-owned businesses. Some so. good old boy type companies. That's right. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no. So, uh, all right. It's the upset pick of the week. I just put in a cough drop. My voice came back a little bit after doing that. Um, who do you have? Because last week, your boy got his ride. <laughs> I tested you this last night. Yes, we sir. Talked, we talked about four games last week. We talked about your pick, which was Arizona over Wazoo, which they just blow out Wazoo out of the water last night. So that, State. Yeah, that was your pick, and uh, you got that right. You talked about um, Pittsburgh over Louisville, a letdown game after Louisville upset Notre Dame. I almost had two, bro. <laughs> as well. Yeah. I, I mentioned Iowa over Wisconsin. I wasn't confident enough to take it. I would won the ball game. And the one game that I take, Jacksonville State over Liberty, did not happen. Jacksonville State looked really good at halftime, and then the second half, they just crapped a bed. You want to so, know who doesn't feel bad about that thing at all? You? This guy. <laughs> because without me getting it, bro, you would have the lead in the records. By the way, because we, this – huh? We, we'd be talking to um, Okay, yeah. You go ahead and tell the folks what the records are before I make my pick or your pick. Uh, so, so the record now after Skyler got his three points from last week is sixty-one and fifteen for Skyler. I am sitting at fifty-eight and ten. Losses so we're, we're right there neck and neck. And Losses this, don't count. Neck and neck, my ass, bro. I'm winning by a lot. Hey, this week is going to be a <laughs> week because we were we were uh we we differed our opinions on three games. So What's it's crazy? Gonna- What's crazy? And this scares the crap out of me, though. I'm only winning by three. And I've got eight points off of upset picks. Yeah, I, and I you are yeah, you, you are like a true SEC record where you have no like points baked in, and yet you're literally still almost you know right there with me. Um, you're you're doing you're pretty good at this picking games thing, man. I we can take all the heat we want. We might say some things that people don't agree with, and that's fine. But I mean, sometimes it pays to listen to our show. I remember last week. And the preview or the prediction show, I said, hey, Vol fans ain't going to like this, but this could be a low-scoring game. And I'll be damned if it wasn't 20-13. to 13. Um, I'm not saying that we're right on everything, but sometimes, sometimes we're, we're right on the money. And I like to get credit for that, even though nobody wants to talk about it. They always want to diss, bro. But it's all good. What's your upset pick of the week? So I, I want to throw this one out here first because I texted you Thursday and told you which game I was taking. I was taking Penn State over Ohio State because the line at that point was five and a half. And there are some games that um, they came out with lines at the beginning of the season, just a long, uh, a long shot uh, game. You can go ahead and take it then to see what it comes down to. I checked this morning right before we went live. It dropped to four and a half, which meant I was not able to pick that game because we dropped the <laughs> Five point. So, um, the game I am taking is TCU plus seven and a half at Kansas State. Um, 
I don't know much about the Big 12 other than Texas beat Alabama earlier this year and then Oklahoma beat Texas. But TCU and Kansas State have both dropped from where they were last year. Neither one of them are as good. But I think that somebody can win this game. And I I just I want to take TCU over Kansas State in this one. <laughs> got to be quicker than that. <laughs> got to be Got to be quicker than that, brother. Don't ask why I got a fishing pole in my room. Um, but yeah, that's tough, dude. I can't believe. I mean, I, I'm just I'm so heartbroken that that line went below five, dude. Like I really am. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's a good pick. I like it. It's not as much as I like my pick though, because my pick's a five point play. Here we go. We going for the moon, dude. Um. If you win this game, I'm quitting the pick segment. Dude, I'm winning this game, bro. I'm hot, dude. I'm two I'm two for seven. I'm two for seven on upset picks, bro. That's I mean in baseball terms, I'm a I'm like dang near Hall of Famer, dude. Look. Um I gotta let it brew a little bit because I'm not staying up to watch this game. It's a ten thirty on ESPN. But they beat Dion. And that is the fact that Stanford, I think, pulls the upset. They make it back-to-back weeks where they, you know, nobody gave them a shot. But I think they pull the upset against UCLA. I don't know why I'm picking that because UCLA is a pretty good team. They're 17-point favorites. They should win. But just for the hell of it, I want Stanford to win. I want Stanford to win. I hope they can backpack the way they were able to... They didn't really shut out Colorado in the second half, but they just exploded offensively in the second half. If they can carry that momentum into UCLA, UCLA can score 45 points, I don't think. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch these teams every week. But, I mean, truthfully, I just want five points. There's a lot of good games today with not a lot of big spreads, or this week with not a lot of big spreads, and that was the game that stuck out to me that I think has the potential to be a big upset and a monumental upset because UCLA is a ranked team and Stanford isn't. So give me, give me Stanford over UCLA. All right. Well, that takes us to the end of our upset picks of the week. Once again, check out the YouTube next Sunday. We will be going live on YouTube next Sunday. You can watch us interact with us. Uh, you can put comments in the chat, and we'll we might shout you out uh, while we're doing it. Uh, ask us some questions while we're on there. We'll try to answer them to the best of our ability, and you know we'll try to keep brief answers because, as you can tell today in our two videos, we've gone over, which I knew that we would today. We had a lot to discuss, a lot to get into. But um, Skylar, anything else before we close out today? Not at all, man. I'm really looking forward to continue to grow with the channel and. Uh, progress with it. Like we've got a new logo now. Um, if you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, um, that's that's that was big. I got a lot of help from Jeff Mole on that. Um, so thank you to him. Um, really excited about going live next week. I don't think you understand how giddy I am about that. That's something I've always wanted to do: interact with the people, um, let them have a voice on our channel. Because at the end of the day, nothing. There's nothing about us that makes us more important than everyday everyday fans. Like. That's all we are. We just like talking about it and going on the record because it gives us an opportunity to go back on what we said, either get a lot of credit for it and taking pride in it or or being wrong and owning it and hurting our ego a little bit. That's on us, though. 
We enjoy talking ball. And if you guys are watching this, I know you guys are probably phonetics as well um, because you're looking up some some talk shows during the week because you're ready for the next week's game. But um, thanks to you, our channel is growing. We're doing what we love to do and cannot wait to experience this with you guys on a more personal level. So absolutely. And all of this is because of you guys. There Absolutely. is no way that we could go live on YouTube without you guys going out there, subscribing to us, telling your friends about it. And, Skylar, you've done a great job this week of promoting the podcast. Uh, you said the other night at the Chamber event, you got 10 subscribers just there at the Chamber event. That's right. Uh, Thank you, Jackie. Yeah, it is all because of, of you guys, the fans, that we're able to to go live so Credit to you, and thank you all so much for what you have done. And um, go Big Orange, guys. Go Big Orange. Let's have a good third Saturday in October, dude. Absolutely.